Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss. And you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here. YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Taped live in front of a studio audience at Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And available in audio form wherever you can find your favorite podcasts. If you're watching us on YouTube... Smash that like button right now. Let's try to get this one up to 603 likes, Larson. Sounds good. All right. Uh, uh, We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Today in bonus episode, we power ranked. We had 10 of them. You had five. I had five gimmicks that are worse than the clown gimmicks that Vince McMahon was trying to give to the revival, and I thought it was a pretty fun episode. You can find that not only uh, as a YouTube channel member. We're also sending these links out. If you watch us live on the Twitch, uh, we send these links out uh, on at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Correct. And then, of course, on the Patreon. Also on the Patreon, you get a shout-out if you sign up. And uh, I was going to give some shout-outs here. Free Chan. Uh, gets a, the, he gets this, the, the fancy, he or she gets the fancy going in raw friendo club shirt Ooh. with the blue and the, in the rusty yeah, orange looks, looks sharp, looks sharp. Uh, sharp. Michael Nichols, Andrew Chin, Ellis Watson, David Fishkind, Johan van Wolfhausen, Patrick Kennedy, Jonathan Williams, Pablo Machado, John Foxworthy, Trust 30, Josh Montano, uh, Chris Carlin and undestupid robber. Uh, thank you very much for your support. We definitely appreciate it here at Going In Raw. Another WWE Raw in the books, Larson. In the books. What did you think of tonight's episode? It was all right. There was some good. I like what they're doing with Drew. I like this promos. They seemingly are off the cuff from the heart. Uh, there's no, there's no, I don't know. It feels like he's just going out there and talking. He doesn't feel like he's reading lines. I like that. Uh, all the Money in the Bank qualifiers were solid. Uh, Ricochet and Cedric, fantastic together uh the bob lashley stuff like we know he's strong what's the point 
Um, and then the 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 Viking Raiders thing was was painfully bad, painfully hard to watch. Wow. Okay. All right. We'll 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 talk about that. I'm going to try to give that one the benefit of the doubt a little bit. Uh, what you said about Drew is spot on. I like. I think he's the perfect guy to uh, welcome us uh, in or welcome him into our living room because yeah, that's how Raw has been starting. He comes off as a very as a very humble, gracious. Uh, host of Raw who goes around Claymore kicking people. You want to Claymore your wine, apparently. What's going on there? No, there was something on the bottom of the cups. When I put it down, it felt like you know it was unsteady. But it was the smallest little thing. Oh. It was like a princess in the pea situation. Maybe you know it's just story? very dense. <laughs> no, it's the, it the bottom of the glass. You have a here. chunk of Neutron Star there. Yeah, it must have been what it was. Mm-hmm. But like uh, it was, it was, it was large enough I could feel it when I put the glass on there. But it was hard to see. Like I said, it's a princess in the pea situation. You familiar with that story? Uh, no, I have no desire to hear pea stories with princesses, dude. Okay, no, I'm not into that not kind urine, of stuff. Not P E E P E A. Not into pea play. <laughs> hey, can we talk about Drew's new championship render really quick? Yeah, why does he look uh, hungover? <laughs> And about he, ten years older than he probably actually is. He look in the spirit of four twenty. He, he looks puffy. He looks like I imagine my face looked after my laughing fit when we had edibles at that raw house show. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. do I was doing our restaurant bill, and I started laughing really hard at math at my tip math, yeah. and I was crying laughing so hard. What is with this thing? I'm going to bring up a picture for the people who are watching on, on YouTube All if right, I can Samson. find this thing. Oh, wait. Hold on. I don't know if that's going to work. What kind of... Oh, here we go. Yeah, it should work. Um, yeah, it looks... It looks. He looks... I mean, he actually does look high, so maybe it is It is apropos. He looks like this. <laughs> hold on a second. I took a picture of it. Look... <laughs> like he's got... He's got... His, 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 his under eyes are puffy. Yeah! His, his upper eyelids look tired and droopy. <laughs> I hope people are watching this on YouTube because it's hilarious. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, Drew! Yeah, I, I kind of get the feeling, and I, I think I actually do believe this is a shoot. I'm pretty sure they took that picture like after he had been ugly crying after he won the title. I think he was so overwhelmed with emotion after how far he had come. He was probably ugly crying, and they're like, "Okay, time for your photo shoot." He's like. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll do, you, I'll do you one step further. It's probably ugly crying. And they're like, oh, you have another match you got to do right now. Like, it's mm-hmm. a big show. Mm-hmm. So he had got beat up by Lesnar, ugly mm-hmm. crying, beat up by Big Show backstage. Mm-hmm. So it's probably been a long day. Big Show probably crying. said something very emotional to him also. I know. It's like, you deserve that or something like this. <laughs> uh, match against... Match against... But he said, like, the chant, you deserve this. <laughs> exactly. Uh, match against Big Show... Uh, super something super emotional in chat form, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and 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 yeah, it was probably just a, a lot of things weighing on the shoulders of one Drew Galloway. Yeah, or it was like the next day, and he was high as shit, and they're like, Drew, it's time to take your picture. Oh, oh, oh. It's like I, I went to celebrate with Matt Riddle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I agree with you though. I think Drew is great, um, and uh, I I liked all the stuff. <laughs> You know, at first I was like, man, they're really burying this new faction. But by the end, he was claymoring everybody, and it just made me happy. So I kind of yeah, didn't care I anymore. I know, me too. All those claymores were really cool. Yeah. So it was great. like, whatever. Uh, and then he did his own uh, Tranquilo. He was. He, he looks like he's having months. a really good time. And that's the thing. He looks like he's having a blast. Yeah. If he's personable, he's genuine, 
He's got boatloads of charisma. Mm. And he looks like he's out there having fun. That all translates. I do think that tonight just felt like a kind of episode of Raw that, like, it really just sort of needed a crowd to, like, really get it going. I mean, yeah, there was some good there was some good stuff. Some of the matches, like you said, the qualifiers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some good stuff going on. I mean, dude, the people that are working like Zelina Vegas, she's an absolute champ. Like she's doing so much and she's adding so much to it. Um, mm. But she, it, it she is. She was fantastic on commentary. Oh, I know. She Yeah, she was she great. Was so good. She was great. Um, I thought the main event was even better than Andrade. I mean, it seemed like it went longer. And I it feel was like, like eight minutes. I feel like Angel Garza put up more of a fight than uh, than Andrade did. Yeah, maybe. Which is kind of weird. Uh, but uh, no, I thought there were some good matches. I just feel like this is the kind of thing where they they did some stuff outside of the performance center, and even like you can consider like the gym of the performance center a little bit yeah. like outside that realm, that arena, I guess. Um, which I really liked, and I hope they keep on doing that. Uh, when we get to the War Raiders thing, we'll talk about that because. Uh, uh, I actually didn't mind it too much, uh, but uh, kick this off. What did Drew say in that opening promo? Well, a lot of good stuff. Uh, he responds to Seth, what he did last week. Um, he said, I'm not surprised that I was jumped by Seth. Uh, says the title paints a huge bullseye on one's back because the champ is considered the best. Mm-hmm. Um, says uh, someone once told him that it's lonely at the top, and he says, uh, that whoever said that was a damn fool. It's, in fact, crowded as hell at the top because everybody's coming after you. Mm-hmm. Which brings him to Seth, and he says, "Well, does Seth deserve an opportunity?" Of course, last week I said I would give uh, title shots to anybody who I felt was deserving. Let's lifts off uh, a bunch of Seth's accolades. One of the most decorated members of the roster currently, and Drew says, "If I want to be considered a great champion, I have to go out there and I have to beat the best uh, night in and night out." So he said, "In three weeks' time, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins for the WWE title at Money in the Bank." And then he turns to the camera and says, "Hey, get it." says it into the camera here get close to me mm-hmm. i'm gonna talk to you Seth. says hey buddy um i'm not gonna hurl a bunch of insults at you and he's about to make his next point he's interrupted by zelina angel garza uh austin theory b-man real superstar patrick sparks shave and, uh, now yeah yeah and then uh he calls drew calls zelina the number one thorn in his ass. Yeah, I like the little improv interplay between them. You can tell that it's it, it just feels natural. It does. At, at first, like it, it's the it's the kind of thing that has the potential to be a bit on the awkward side, given there's nobody there. But they have been developing this sort of back and forth chemistry a couple of weeks now. It's starting to it's starting to click a bit better. It is. It is. It, it came off as natural. Uh, Zelina says, "Drew, I'm sick of your raw raw speeches. You're too focused on what's happening three weeks from now, and not focused on what's happening tonight." Angel Garza, you're looking behind or looking past him. And as she says that, Andrade comes from behind. Uh, Drew uh, chop blocks him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's about the corner for double knees. Drew springs out of there, hits Claymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Zelina's like to Garza in theory, go in there and attack him. And they both said, Mm-mm. no. No, I'm not going to do that. Mm, no. no way. Sorry. <laughs> um, they declined. Drew instead uh, 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 Claymore's Andrade again, this time out of the ring. And then Drew strikes the tranquilo pose. They're they're doing a good job of making Drew dominant, which yeah. he should be his champion. Yeah, because how many times has someone won the title in their first feud? It's like it feels like a mid card feud. Yeah, I know, I know, totally. I mean, yeah, Drew is effectively single handedly uh, dispatching of of three guys. Yeah, um, but it doesn't feel like he he's burying anybody though, you know? Because Andrade's match against Tazawa, he had to fight from underneath because he ate two claymores earlier tonight. He was selling that on the way out to the ring. He still won. 
So I half agree with you because, look, this guy ate a ton of F5s and dispatched a Brock Lesnar in minutes. So we're talking about a Brock. So theoretically, we're talking about a, a Brock-level situation here with Drew McIntyre, yes. right? Yes. And he looks like it. He's huge. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at Brock Lesnar, what's the last big notable thing he did? He took on 15 men in the Rumble, and he dispatched mm-hmm. of them all fairly easily until he got to Drew and, of mm-hmm. course, you know, Ricochet gave him the low blow and everything. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy who can take on guys who, in comparison, look pretty average. Uh, Andrade, he's fairly well jacked. The other yeah. two are actually kind of smaller, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, on the other hand, if this is a hot new faction that's looking to make an impact, they're not so far. No. So, I mean, in terms of does it feel like he's burying them? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, they're not able to chip away at the guy at all. I think my worry is less that than uh, this feels like a short-term-ish feud. Like, for whatever reason, maybe Seth's taking some time off, so he's just shooting stuff on his phone at home in his <laughs> weird double chair. Um, uh, rather than, you know, making the trip down every week. Yeah. Um, so something to keep... Something they honestly should have done after between Rumble and Mania to keep Drew hot is some, some sort of interme- uh, intermediary mm. feud to carry him through that rather than just doing a bunch of talking stuff. Um, yeah. So that this match is made, you don't necessarily need Seth to come back until maybe the week before uh, May the Bank to stomp him. Mm-hmm. So the math works out. In the meantime, you can have Zelina just keep on poking and prodding Drew. Uh, to, you know, eventually, if, if that happens, her faction uh, has to get the upper hand at some point. Yeah, and dude, even if even if they don't do it with Drew in the next three weeks, uh, post money in the bank, you know they're new. Maybe they can you know put it together and 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 do this against some guys against like a Kevin Owens who mm-hmm. looks a bit more average. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, Drew hits that <coughs> tranquilo pose. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, then we had our first Money in the Bank qualifying match, qualifier match uh, of the night. Austin Theory, Patrick Sparks versus Alistair Black. Now, we both figured going into this, Alistair Black would pick up the win. Uh, he, did. Uh, he did. But Austin Theory put up a decent fight, and uh, Zelina Vega was uh, terrific at commentary. My favorite part, of course, man. My favorite part. Both We're both wagging our pins. Our favorite part is when they were on the outside and Zelina comes down and starts giving her husband the business because you might know, you might not know it. Alistair Black and Zelina Vega are shoot married. They're married in real yeah. life. And it's not that she comes down giving the business. She says to Alistair, Austin is just trying to have a good match and you're not letting it. <laughs> God dang, that was so good. That was really you're good. You're not playing yeah. Fair. You're not playing fair. He's just God, trying to have great. a good match. This young this so young good. boy is trying to have a good match. Gosh, that cracked me up. Yeah, that was good. But in the end, uh, despite Austin Theory trying his best, of course that was just, that bit was just a ruse for Austin Theory to start tossing Alistair into the barricade. But in the end, uh, Black Mass 
Alistair Black picks up the win. He's going to Money in the Bank afterwards. He had an interview where he says, I don't know much about corporate life, but if I did, I'd have to cover my tet. Wait, did you? Did he say that? No, he said, I'd have to cover these. It starts pointing to oh, my okay. Okay. I had it on kind of low, so I just, he, he was talking about this. <laughs> if I worked in the corporate life. These days, everybody has tattoos, man. You don't have to cover up these days. Yeah, not really, no. Anyways, he says. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. But for my opponents, each floor of that building will be turned into their own personal hell. Wow. Yeah. He's gonna. He's got to be the odds-on favorite right now. Granted, we don't know the whole field, but who's gonna use fighters. the copy machine? Baron, when he's in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next, we had uh, Shayna Baszler versus Indy Hartwell yeah. for the match. Uh, Shayna did an interview, and uh, she was asked, "Hey, did you take things too far against Sarah Logan last week?" This is just like the first of like five mentions of Sarah Logan during the course of this episode. She responds, "Did I break any rules? No. <laughs> I just broke Sarah Logan's arm. Ouch." Yeah. And then she proceeds to pretty much do the same thing to Indy Hartwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I kind of wish the ref had actually gone down to check on Indy Hartwell before calling for the bell. Shayna stomps on arm, and he just calls for the bell right away. Yeah, she did that all the time in NXT, and the match continued every time. <laughs> I mean, so. either, either they want to make that her thing. Like maybe she like honed her stomping skills to such a degree in oh, yeah. the last few weeks that it's devastating. It breaks arms. Mm-hmm. But you got to continue with the thing. Like the ref just can't assume arm is jacked you got yeah what if somebody wants to keep on going yeah exactly i wonder was it the same ref was he so traumatized last week by sarah logan i didn't notice Mm. so after the bell uh shannon goes gets the ladder uh does the thing where she swings indy into the into the uh, barricade and then jams her arm between the sides of the ladder hits a running kick in the ladder just destroying uh indy hartwell's arm yeah i like i like that bit that was was and then she just leaves yeah storms off like she's upset it's great. Uh, after that, we had a fairly quick match between uh, the tag team of Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Oh, man, they're good. And uh, Oh, they're great. And uh, Shane Thorne and uh, Brendan Vink again. Mm-hmm. Same uh, trunks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this was uh, this was a fun match, but it was, like super, it was not very long. No, it wasn't, nor really should it be. Although um, Ricochet took – Ricochet, there was like a – That spot on the outside, right? Where yeah. Vink pulled him off the apron? Yeah, no, but there was another one, too. God, what was it? I forget what it was. I don't know. He landed. Which had weird. a rough landing. He had a rough landing on the outside, but there was something else. Maybe it was a different was a different match I'm thinking of. I don't know. Somebody else took a weird bump, too. Oh, Kyrie took a potentially bad spill against Nia, Nia Jax. Yeah. God, I forget what it was. In any event, yeah, this is a crazy match. Um, yeah, Ricochet's crazy. But uh, uh, Cedric got the pin on uh, Shane Thorne. After mm-hmm. uh, a one-man uh, uh, magic killer, <laughs> no, the magic killer was early on. Oh, right, right, that's right. The, yeah. the pin was after uh, Ricochet hits uh, the recoil, and then uh, Cedric hits a lumbar check. Just bang, bang. How cool is that magic killer, though? That was great. That was rad. Shout out to the OC. Heck yeah, man. To Gall, the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson. Good Brothers, man. They have like good six brothers. shirts already on Pro Wrestling Tees, dude. I know they got tons. Like they, they were just waiting to get released. They had those ready to go, man. <laughs> Don't they own like a print shop? So they probably have in-house uh, designers. They own a print shop together? I think Luke Gallows does, yeah. Oh, that's rad. I think I remember hearing something about that. I think it's called Good Brothers Inc. or something like that. Good Brothers. They got those graphic designers lined up, ready to go. Yeah, man. They, 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 every one of those shirts is better than 95% of what they got at WB.com. Oh, my God. That's totally true. 
That's totally. Well, you know, two of them have actual machine guns on them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm not a gun guy, but machine guns, look they look really cool. And you can't put any sort of firearms on WB shirts these days. No. God, no. No. You can't call yourself a machine gun either, which is what Carl No, you can't do that. Much Carl less Anderson. do this. Unless yeah. you're Batista, and then you can do that. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, grandfathered into that, I guess, apparently. Like, mm-hmm. back when he was around in the, in the Ruthless Gushing area, you could do this. Well, no. You know what's funny? So this is more of a Gatling gun, right? Yeah. Yeah, That's, exactly. Gatling guns are so over the top. I think they're probably fair game. You know, I kind of feel like what, like when when Carl Anderson, like his his. Uh, this is a machine game, gun. This is like yeah, a, but he was doing it like it was a huge one, like it was like it was a Gatling gun off. Oh, uh, this is like a, this is like AK forty seven or M sixteen. The way in the game, he was holding it like this, like yeah, Gatling or not, not a sure. not even Gatling, like the one that's loaded on a Jeep in a Rambo. Yeah, it's Gatling gun, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I, the, the, holding a Gatling gun is like this. Yeah, I know. Carl Anderson's he's got a machine gun, like an M sixteen. I know, but the way he was holding it with his hand like this, it was like something. How great is it two California liberals are talking about guns like they know anything? We don't know anything about guns. <laughs> Oscar and Kyrie Sane had an interview, and uh, Kyrie was asked about her match with Nia Jax, and Oscar called Charlie stupid uh, yeah. and said Kyrie's ready for a rematch. Nobody's ready for Oscar. Yeah. Uh, the next, we had Bob Lashley uh, doing a promo in the Performance Center gym. Uh, he like nods over to Alana to enter the frame. She says something to him. He says, I'm going to warm up. I'm going to show you how easy for an athlete like me to flip over tractor tires. Mm. That's it. That's what he's going to do. That's what he's doing for the evening. This entire sequence was stupid. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Somebody somebody in chat corrected me. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It says an M60 is a machine gun. An M16 is merely a rifle. Again, I don't know what I'm talking about, but it doesn't stop me from being a successful podcaster. Oh, you Joe can Horace do it too. Says, Gatling guns are crank operated, but uh, Batista imitates as more of a mounted minigun. I have no idea, no clue. True, true. I Zero guess idea. Gatling gun is one you have to crank like this, and that spins the thing. <laughs> Whereas the minigun, that's probably all machine operated. All you gotta do is press trigger. Oh man. Anyways, uh, so yeah, they uh, that happens after that. Yeah, that Bobby Lashley stuff. Here's the thing: I don't even know what they were trying to do. Do you with Bobby Lashley? Uh, like show he's super strong. Is the insinuation that to get warm, him and Lana went and had sex? Because they no. weren't ruffled afterwards. He didn't have, like, you know, a post-sex half-chub. No, there was no, uh, like, intimacy or anything like that. He had that. gray sweatpants on. There was no wet spots. Yeah, he said no chub. So, yeah, no no, no coitus, no. So, I don't know what... It, it, the entire thing was so awkward. Like, it's just him, and then he's like, come on, come on. Like, why would... She, she says, man, she knows where to be on camera. Yeah. So she like comes in awkwardly and he's like, the whole thing was weird. I don't get it. Only an athlete can turn over this tire. And then she's like, yeah, he's going to go get warmed up now. And then they leave camera. And then like later on, he comes back and then he does it. And then he's like, oh, but only a super athlete can move. I'm just going ahead. Can move this giant one. And it's like mildly bigger. Twice the size. And he does the worst. Look, I really like Bobby Lashley. One day they'll use him. Right. Um, he he tries to lift up the big one, and he does a terrible job acting like it's too heavy for him. When clearly it's the easiest thing on the planet for him to lift this thing, and then he eventually does. I just third, I don't uh, third try. Yeah, I don't get it. I, don't I get didn't it. understand the any of this. I like that they got it. I like that they got they went to the gym though. I like that they went to the. Yeah, that's just like the opposite. Like you could see it to the gym from where the ring is, pretty much, right? Oh yeah, the yeah. Performance yeah. center sign. It's like just through that gla- those glass. Yes. Door Correct. I think like they they've got distance. the camera, like the hard the hard cam, 
in front of that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's where that is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, after that, Kyrie, Kyrie Sane versus Nia Jax. We got Oscar watching backstage as uh, uh, Kyrie's getting beat up by Nia. Oscar was uh, making me laugh, dude. Yeah, and then Nia picks her up. Um, or is that later? No, that was here. And like tosses her into the corner. And I don't know if she's supposed to hit buckle bomb style or not, but she ended up kind of hitting halfway in between. So uh, her upper back hit essentially the bottom turnbuckle. Oh, yeah. And if she hadn't tucked her chin, yeah. Kyrie, that is, she I banged her head in the middle one. It was it's a nasty spill. Yeah, looked ugly. Uh, anyways, Naya charges after that. Kyrie escapes, start working over Naya's leg. Uh, Kyrie hits a spinning back fist, close on corner, goes for inside elbow. Naya evades. Naya hits Moa drop for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't really know what they're doing with Kyrie. I don't Saint. know why they're jobbing out Kyrie Saint so much. So I'm just probably just leaving. Um, this was hilarious. This next bit. Hi, my name is uh, Colby, and uh, I have a Matt chat question for the week. <laughs> in my crazy double chair. Thank you, Kobe. Oh, Larson, what a crazy double chair Kobe's in. Yeah, Colby, thank you for your question. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, Seth Rollins in like one of the worst films. Why don't they just talk to Mustafa Ali? That's my question. That Mustafa Ali knew how to do these great cinematic promos. Just him and a dude with a DSLR. Why yeah, are Seth they? Doesn't, Seth doesn't have a DSLR, man. Are these phones like second generation iPhones that they have? Like, dude, you're a millionaire. You're like one of the highest paid guys in the WWE. Can you not afford like the phone that Stupid Steve has? He probably does have the, the phone that Stupid Steve has. He probably just did front facing camera rather than the rear one. But somebody was holding it. Like uh, that that logic works for the Adam Cole promos on NXT and why yeah. those are so pixelated. But even though like the front fra- no, the front facing is not that bad on these. Hold on. The re- the reason is probably because he didn't know you can't shoot in a low light situation. That wasn't very because if you if you shoot in a low light situation, it's gonna introduce noise. He needed more light, first of all. He needed the camera closer, second of all. He needed not to shoot it in such an echoey open room. He's put his home probably as an open layout. Uh, 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 and, and because of that, just audio just echoing all over the place. Made it sound like he was double the distance he probably actually was from the camera. It made me, it's funny because Tom Collow and I were having a little back and forth on Twitter mm-hmm. where he was like, dude, this thing is putting me to sleep. And I'm like, look, if you have, and it's the cheapest thing in the world, you can get a lavalier. For your freaking iPhone, you get a laugh, and it can pick up the like the you know if if people talk low. I'll give you a great example: Anton Sugar in there will in there will be blood in uh, 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 No, no Country, Country for Old Men. Men. He doesn't talk loud. He's got a deep voice that's like ninety percent breath, and mm-hmm. it's just the most menacing, terrifying thing. It if if you ever watch somebody act. Like in person, it's the goofiest looking thing. But once you get it with like good lighting and you got a camera with depth of field and you got like a good, like either a really good, like, you know, boom mic on him or like a lav. Oh, That's man, it sounds things. great. But this That's is like Seth Rollins. He looked like he was doing like a, I don't know, like a, like an audition tape. No, it looks like he's going to match that question. Or a um, Matt Chat question. Yeah, but that's making that, that's that's saying some of these Matt Chat questions that we get are filmed pretty nicely. Look at Josh Martinez. Yeah, yeah Joshua Martinez has great looking questions. Um what the thing he usually does, he shoots them outside or opens the window. He yeah, turns out the window to let some light in. You could tell us was shot with very little light. This is probably a situation where they said, like, I don't know, earlier today, Seth, we need something from you. Uh can you send it in? 
All right, fine. Uh, what do you got to shoot it on? I just have my phone. Maybe <laughs> Seth has no interest in audiovisual uh, production of any sort. He just wants to wrestle. Maybe he's a fan of the dogma form of filmmaking. That could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. It's not his phone. It was a, a mini DV tape he had, a uh, mini DV camera. <laughs> yeah. He had those old school Canons, the large it. ones, um, yeah. and shot with that dogma style. No that mic, could be. No lights. That could he, be. He loves himself some early Lons, Lars von Trier. Yeah, he's a big von Trier fan. Uh, anyways, yeah. And then Honestly, he had, I was like, too distracted by his weird chair. I, I couldn't get over that. <laughs> he had some weird chair. It looked like it was two chairs. Like, like you know, together, like. But- when kids want to be weird, oh, I want to sit on two chairs. Okay, fine, whatever. Just okay, cool. <laughs> sit on two chairs, and I don't care. I don't care. You're at like you know, I don't know, uh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Fine, sit on two chairs. Fine, they've got enough seats for everybody. Fine, sit on five chairs. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't lie down. That's all I care. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Seth, I'm glad you took notes here because I was distracted the entire time by like a million things. Everything except for what he said. Uh, he put Drew according to your notes. He put Drew over. Said yeah, he, he knows what it's like to walk in his shoes, metaphorically, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. He accepts the challenge, but not out of respect. He accepts the challenge out of necessity. Oh, I remember this part. Because now more than never, the WWE Universe needs a leader. Uh, Seth calls himself a proven leader, but Drew is not. And they like run some B-roll of like Seth with other guys. Uh, yeah. And he's going to take Drew's title, not because he wants to, but because he has to. So well, that's uh, obviously confirmed right after that. I think they confirmed it for Money in the Bank. They did. And it's uh, confirming that uh, the you know the uh, following his loss of WrestleMania, he needs to validate his status as Money Night Messiah. He needs that title to fill that void. And Drew's going to claim more of the shit out of him, and uh, he's going to hopefully go like on a rampage where he is you know even more desperate and searching for validation. Yes. Yes. That oh, could be gosh. fun. Next, Viking Raiders. They're in an SUV rolling through Orlando. Hanson's in there eating a turkey leg. Good. Ray Rowe like is driving. That. Yeah. And they got their headgear on. Yeah. They were to the entrance. And they're doing like one-liners. So like that diarrhea song, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you're sliding into first and you feel something burst, diarrhea. Viking, Viking Raiders. <laughs> yeah. And so they were doing the same exact thing. Viking Raiders. That's what they were doing. They were doing the diarrhea song. I just realized this. You're absolutely right. You're 100% <laughs> right. Here's the thing about this. Here's the thing about this. Everybody hates it, right? Everybody I've it's seen horrible. on Twitter anyways. It's garbage. They should have done the diarrhea song. It would have been way better. <laughs> that would have actually gone on. When over. you're sliding in the third and you feel a wet turd diarrhea. Viking Raiders. <laughs> Viking Raiders. <laughs> listen, listen, dude. This is Hanging with War Machine. They no, no, both no, no, looked. No, no, no. I feel like Hanging with War Machine is way more entertaining listen, and charming than this. They looked like they were on the verge of laughing. They looked like this looked like it looked like to me. And this is just maybe to me. It looked like something that makes them laugh that they do on the road anyways as a way just to kill time. This feels like somebody heard the Hanging with War Machine story and wrote their approximation of it. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I'm. that's okay. I'm good with that. Mm-mm. And I saw this on Twitter, and again, I'm going to not credit somebody because I forget who I saw this. But they need to have them doing the same thing but walking through like Walmart or doing mundane everyday tasks. Dude, the Viking thing is like the just the regular Viking thing that they come out and they squash guys. 
It's boring now. It it's boring. boring. So if they're doing this, if this is the kernel of the idea that they're going to turn into relatable human beings and not time travelers or straight up cosplayers without any personality, then I'm fine with it as long as they take it to a place. What do you let? Is, is Twitch cracking <laughs> you up here? Muted Mayday says, "I'm not surprised Steve liked this." <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I like it a bit more when I realize they're doing the diarrhea song. <laughs> I think that's on purpose too, because Ray Rowe especially had a big old cheesy grin on his face, but it's as if he wanted to laugh at it. So yeah, I don't know, man. I this bad. this to me is better than they were. That it's better where they were. Or it's better than where they were last week. So I, I'm fine with it. I think we're gonna oh, end man. up like not very good. All right, not very good. Uh, next, uh, MVP versus Apollo Cruz. This was good. Uh, before the match, MVP says. Uh, uh, he's he's seen a lot of superstars' careers rise and fall because of the money in the bank contract. Calls Apollo Cruz one of the most. I just want to do a diarrhea song now. I'm sorry. Uh, calls Viking Apollo Raiders. Cruz one of the most gifted superstars on the roster, but he's outmatched by MVP. Uh, he wants to talk more. However, Apollo Cruz uh, interrupts him, um, and apparently uh, Apollo Cruz is not outmatched by MVP because Apollo Cruz won. Uh, there's this great bit where uh, uh, MVP has Apollo Crews in like a camel clutch mm-hmm. um, and is just talking crap. Oh, yeah. Uh, listing off the legends that he's beat. Says, have you ever beat Batista? No, mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. You beat Rey Mysterio? No, I have. That part was pretty good. MVP mm-hmm. was actually... I, I, I'm assuming that's a directive for people. Like, they realize there's no crowd noise, so uh, they're telling people to talk talk more, mm-hmm. not spots. Talk. Mm-hmm. Talk trash more. And I, that... Uh, that if, between the how they've adjusted the delivery of promos in the ring and that, those are the two highlights for me for these empty arena shows. Yeah, it's working a lot better. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. For me, it, it when the refs start yapping, I like that a lot. Yeah. It adds to the story. It does. Anyways, uh, Cruz hits MVP with an instagiri, follows military press slam, standing moonsault, standing shooting star press, and that powerbomb thing he does to get the win. Yeah, yeah, that was good stuff. Then he gets up on the turnbuckle and he starts saying something like "Mr. Money in the Bank" or something like that. It was good, man. This kid is really giving it his all. He's 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 doing everything he can with the minutes that he's given on TV, and I hope it translates. I hope it pays off for him. Man, have him win this thing and have him go heel or something. I don't know. I know, I know. Alistair Black's totally winning the that briefcase though. Yeah, probably. Are there any heels in this match besides Baron? Baron will be. Um, they have announced any of the other qualifiers next week for Daniel Raw. Bryan's in it. Oh no, sorry, the three uh, men's from Raw are already in it. So it's yeah, because it's Raw and SmackDown one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so Baron's like the one heel, mm-hmm. and there's two faces. Although I don't know if uh, Braun's going to come out. Uh, I don't know. I'm still torn about that one. You think Braun's going to lose that title at Money in the Bank? Apparently, I mean, the way they're advertising on SmackDown, he's fading, he's facing Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend. Not the Fiend. I know. Oh. So I mean, uh, it could be a situation where Bray pulls some mind games and will take the L or get disqualified or something, uh, or get Braun disqualified, like how he got in Seth's head so bad that he tried to murder him. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. What if he gets? What if he's able to like get Braun under his spell, and so he like he doesn't have the championship, but Braun does. But Braun is like back to being his henchman, but as champion, bidding, that could be yeah, kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. wears the the black sheet mask. That'd be cool. That could be kind of tight. Uh, next, we had a Ruby Riot interview. She was asked about, you know, exactly why the Riot Squad broke up, um, and Ruby said uh, she had double sur- shoulder surgery because she carried the Riot Squad on her back. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And she says, Sarah Logan, another mention of Sarah Logan, has is out with a broken arm. She's going to break Liv Morgan's arms. And Liv thinks she's all grown up, but she's going to realize how lonely it is without Ruby Riot around. Yeah. Uh, they had a match. It was a fun match. Too short, probably. Um, uh, Ruby, considering she wanted to break Liv's arm, didn't work her arms at all. Uh, in the end, uh, Liv does get beat up quite a bit. Uh, there's this good spot where Liv's kind of on her knees, trying to kind of come to Ruby, talking trash. He's like yelling at her to beg, mm-hmm. I guess, for forgiveness or mercy, and then runs the ropes. Liv chases after, hits her finish, a springboard flatliner that looks great uh, to get the win. Yeah. Dom L is probably happy. Dom L is happy, exactly. And then sad because Ruby Riot lost too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, after that, uh, Bob Lashley already went over that. Uh, is this the one? Yeah. No, this is one where he lifts the. He, flips the the giant one and then he turns around there's an even larger one behind him yeah he says any athlete any elite athlete can lift this smaller tire but who can lift this giant one that was like twice as high right right you're saying weighed 500 pounds Uh, after that we had a really terrific match ray mysterio versus buddy murphy murphy Murphy. Uh, and uh, I like to start out with Murphy just talking crap. They sort of do like some cool, like, you know, back and forth countering stuff. And then uh, Murphy's like, oh, not bad, old man. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. good. And uh, they told the story of uh, Ray dislocating his finger on a, a wayward pump kick. Mm-hmm. And then that's like one of the, that's like one of those stories you can only really kind of tell in an empty arena venue like this. 
where you're really down there, camera's really down there, and you see Ray trying to like put his finger back in place. I don't know. I just don't feel like at, a, at, a, at your average arena raw that really would have worked unless that was a pre-existing injury he walked into that arena with. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. The venue helped tell that particular kind of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, in the end, it wasn't enough. Uh, Ray hits uh, Destroyer 619 Frog Splash to pick up the win, but it was a really fun match. Yeah, no, it was a totally fun match. They actually Strong called it... showing from Murphy. I, for, and I think they've done this before. They actually they, they called it a Destroyer again. Mm-hmm. It they always surprised me. I thought they called, I thought they called it... Like, say they, originally, they called it something else, and they started calling it something else kind of Destroyer, but I forget. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, Angel Garza and Zelina Vega had an interview, and uh, Charlie asks <laughs> Zelina... So uh, things didn't exactly uh, go to plan earlier, huh? And then Zelina, like, she was like, <laughs> it was funny. It was cool. Like, Zelina was good in this. Yeah, she was She was the MVP of the night, probably. She was, her Her work on the mic was really good. Yeah, so she was, like, clowning Charlie. Uh, Andrade says, uh, <clears throat> wait, Andrade was in this? Did I write Andrade? I meant Garza. If that's the okay, no, I didn't know if I had misremembered. Yeah, so Garza says, how do you know? How do you know that Drew will even make it to Money in the Bank? No, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Zelina says that. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. The beginning. I know okay. I wrote Andrade. Uh, it'd be yeah, because I know she yapped a lot. <clears throat> so then Garza, uh, so Zelina leaves, and then Garza turns on the charms like he always does with Charlie, and he's like, "It'd be great for her to ask, for you to ask me after I beat Drew how it feels to beat him," and then uh, he leaves, and she's like, "Oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that." Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a quick match between Charlotte Flair, NXT Women's Champion, uh, versus Caden Carter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Caden Carter put up a bit of a fight here. Charlotte was trying to teach her. She was trying to school her. And uh, Caden Carter, uh, she was uh, doling out some offense of her own. But in the end, yeah, she was. Charlotte hit a spear, locked in first the figure four, and she was like shoving Caden Carter's face. And then, bang, got the bridge. Figure eight, yep. Tapped out. Carter has to tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, back to Bob Lashley in the Performance Center gym. He's there trying to flip that giant tire. Takes him three tries. He does. Uh, Lana, Lana comes in and says, oh, you're amazing. Oh. And Bob says, that's the kind of power everyone in the locker room needs to fear. So the point of that whole thing was to show off his immense power. I don't know. Yeah. You already know he's super strong, man. I already know that. That's irrelevant. Tire. Win a match, dude. You want to show your true power? Win a match. Yeah. This isn't uh, this a strongman competition. No. And well, if it were, Braun probably win that. that was, yeah, you know, I know exactly. That was his day job back then. Uh, anyways, next we had Andrade versus Kira Tozawa. This is really funny. Andrade walking down the ramp, still selling those claymores. You know, trying to make sure his jaw was in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and they, the fact that Andrade took two claymores to open the show, uh, and Akira knew that and went right after him. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah, I like that. It made you believe. I don't think Tozawa is going to win, but maybe he's got a shot. Man, there's like a number of people, and granted, a lot of it is due to necessity because of the travel restrictions. People probably not wanting to come into the whatever. But uh, Tazawa is one of those guys. He's available. He's around. He has a lot of matches, and lately, especially like that cruiserweight match he had, mm-hmm. he has been putting on some really great performances, That's like some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was this was no different than that. Uh, but. In the end, uh, Andrade... It seemed like a situation where Tozawa had to answer basically everything Andrade tried to do for the longest mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Until he goes at the top for his finish, and Andrade pushes him off and just hits the draping uh, hammerlock DDT to get the win. Yeah, that, that back elbow, was, that Judas effect was great. Looked gnarly. Vicious. 
Yeah. Andrade's got the best back elbow in the business. Anyway, he does, but, man. He does. Andrade and Zelina walk up the ramp. Street Profits come out. Uh, Ford, Montez Ford hops on the announce table, starts dancing. Byron joins in. That, that was, was funny. Great. Yeah, that was funny. Um, we come back from commercial. Uh, Street Profits drop a quick promo to introduce Bianca Belair. She has match against Santana Garrett. Mm-hmm. They were on commentary, and my God, they were a bit too much. They were screaming a lot. They were. Uh, that bit was that line Dawkins had. You reach, I teach. That was good. Yeah. No, some of their stuff is good. It's just I think I always feel like this way with Montez. If he just dials it back a little bit, focus, hone your energy as opposed to just spilling it out everywhere. Mm-hmm. No, I understand that. It's always been my thing with him. But like sometimes they were just like literally screaming. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they were doing that just to bug Jerry Lawler because he legitimately seemed to be getting annoyed with it. Yeah, he did. And early, it was earlier tonight. Oh, when when Murphy said to is that what it was? Said to Ray, "What do you think about that old man?" And and Tom Phillips had some quip towards the Lawler that made Tom Phillips laugh as he said it. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a, sure you've heard. I'm sure you've heard that before, Jerry. How do you respond? Or something? how do you respond? How do you how do you respond to that? And Lawler says, yeah. "Yeah, doesn't feel good to be talked to like that." And then Phillips laughs to himself. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Quick match between uh, Bianca Belair and Santana Garrett. Bianca Belair picked up the win there, obviously, after with her uh, finish there. KOD, KOD. yeah. Yep. I liked her jacket. It was all the Raw logo on one side and then the EST stuff on the back. Although her Tron was still her NXT Tron. It said EST of NXT on it. <laughs> as, as they were making a point of her being the newest addition to the Raw Women's Division. She, she literally has a shirt now that says, I go here. Coronavirus, dude. Yeah, I guess so. That brought us to our main event. Angel Garza versus Drew McIntyre. This was a lot more fun than the Andrade match. It and it was longer. longer and it was... Uh, it was I don't know if it was longer. This match was only like eight minutes. Dude, I swear that Andrade match was like five. It was really short. I like uh, the... I, I like... I think that overbooking things or... What's the... What's the what, what do you call it when you... Like overbooking is like just too much. Mm-hmm. What is the in between booking a match, like perfectly booking a match and overbooking it? I don't, I don't know the term for that. <laughs> when they don't overbook it too much, <laughs> but it yes. is overbooked, right? That's that what this was, good. and it works when the empty with the empty arena stuff. You get more people involved. Yes, it's good. You push limit. You push your upper limit that people you can have in the ringside area. Exactly, it makes it more fun. You take it to the precipice of being, uh, you know, over the line with the guidelines. Mm-hmm. But now in Florida, there are no more guidelines, so it doesn't matter. No, apparently not. It's apparently even uh, more so in Georgia these days. Um, <laughs> there's this great bit where, so Drew hits a chop block, starts working over Garza's leg, lays in some stiff chops. And at one point, he's ringside, he hits a chop. He's like, nah, that one wasn't good enough. Doles out another one. Man, yeah. Another great thing about these empty arena shows, you hear the chops in their like to the fullest they're great they're awesome yeah austin theory especially did a great job like bouncing off drew tonight mm-hmm. like he would say especially at the very end when he get, like gets in the ring it's like he doesn't even know where he's at yeah oh yeah totally so this is a great bit ringside where andrade tries to pull push drew into the ring post drew blocks it mm-hmm. he turns around uh uh garza tries to jump off the ring steps to attack him he eats a headbutt Theory tries to attack him. Uh, Drew fends him off. Mm-hmm. So he's like getting rid of them all. Yeah. Batching him quick, easily. It's like Rambo. Though Garza hits a drop kick off the steps. Uh, uh, drives Drew into the ring post like two or three times. Follows with a missile drop kick in the ring. 
Drew kicks out at one. That's the best opportunity Garza had pretty much that entire match. Yes. Yeah. Because after that, uh, it was pretty much there's this great bit where uh, 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 Drew sets up for a claymore. Uh, Garza tries to get out through the ropes, and, Gar- and Drew chases after him. First, he looks really annoyed. Tries to go after Garza, grabs him by his pants. It's a pair- tearaway pants, so they pull off. Yeah. Garza tumbles to the floor. And then Drew, not content just to wait for Garza to get back in, does a tope to take out Garza Andrade in theory. You don't see a guy 6'5", 260-some pounds doing topes. That's Dominic Dijakovic or Keith Lee, but otherwise you don't see anybody else do that. Okay, so has he done that in the WWE? He has. Okay. Yeah, not I, very often, though. I thought he has. He doesn't do it very often, and it is impressive. And he does it. Somebody noted this. I don't know if it was in chat or Twitter or Patreon or whatever, but he he did it. It looked like when Roman does it, Roman has a he's got a good like sort of uh, setup. You know, he says, oh, he, he sort of thinks about it a little bit when Drew launched himself out of the ring. Like Roman does the whole he does like the Superman flying thing. Right. Drew did yeah, the whole to do the tope. Right. Drew did yeah. the tope. And it was like the look on his face right before when he decided to do it, it was a great little bit of acting where he was like, yeah, screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And that's a lot of beef in the air. And they yeah. caught him really well. Man, that was and that when he was. got up and when he got up in Vegas right there, he's like, oh, I can do that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could do. Yeah, I can do a little bit of everything. Exactly. That was great. Yeah, that was rad. Anyways, yeah, so he got he gets... the win with the Claymore. Uh, he goes over to commentary, chats it up with them. And he's like, hey, how about I drop some more Claymores on people? Goes back to the ring, drops Garza with another Claymore. And uh, and then uh, tells Vega, he says, keep on lining them up and keep them coming. For some reason, Austin Theory gets in and he's well, he sort of putting up his ring, dukes. Yeah. What's that? Earlier on, er, he stumbles in because earlier on before the finish, he, he ate a Claymore. He had eaten a Claymore already. Yeah. So he stumbles in and uh, and then he eats another one. And it, it, it was great. I thought it was great. Drew yeah. chases Andrade up the ramp. Andrade runs away. Uh, his titles. No, uh, Drew's titles. No, was whose title was on Drew's the floor? title? Drew's title was on the top of the ramp. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and then he gets down, and yeah, he slides. Yeah, he didn't just get down. He put on the brakes because Andrade was going backstage. He slides right in the tranquilo pose. Yeah, I feel he like the like crowds would be eating dude. this up if they were there, man. Oh my gosh, he'd be he'd, he'd be, be over huge. Yeah, I agree. Let's do some uh, questions real quick. Sure. Uh, Shaq 462, you should cover up your tattoos and look more professional. That's what he says. Go <laughs> back to the Alistair. Bro. Right, right, right. Uh, let's see here. I'm on the Patreon. Uh, Zach Sigmund, hey, do you all think since it's just Funhouse Bray, Braun can get a clean win or do you think you're going to dusty finish regardless? I think it's going to be a wonky finish. Yeah, it's got to be something. It's going to be uh, we- It's going to be weird. Yeah, Ryan K. Lamb confirmed Lashley needs blue chew. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Freezax says, uh, how would you book a face versus face Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre feud? Uh, I mean, honestly, people just like to see people fight, man. People like seeing people do cool stuff. Yeah. So, you know, Kevin says, Hey, I'm a prize fighter. I think I've just, I think I deserve it. Drew says you do prize. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, Captain Sin, thank you for the sub. Dang MQ, there's also a weird painting in the Seth video. Yeah, to his right. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Uh, I mean, it was kind of cool weird, but it was weird. I thought it was yeah, going to be painting of him. So, but that it wasn't. Pretty funny. It was some weird, surreal yeah, monster. Like some sort thing. of like old school, medieval triptych, religious triptych. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And then one side you have AOP, the other side you had Buddy. That was it. Wasn't that uh, KSD GME? I love Drew, but are they making Andrade's new Ingobernable's uh, uh, faction look weak by having Drew handle them? But these we talked about that a bit ahead of the show. Uh, I don't necessarily think so. As you mentioned, Drew is kind of being booked in a Brock esque fashion. And they're going to need that. I mean, it's it, look, here's the thing it is kind of an unfortunate first feud for them. Because, yeah, they do look weak compared to him, but they're just showcasing how strong I, he is. Yeah, everybody should look weak compared to Drew. When he gets bumped to when, when that f- faction gets bumped to the mid card, I mean, they're look, they're not a top tier faction. They're an upper mid card faction. James Fletcher with WWE releasing a lot of its staff and talent. Would you say WWE's name is now tainted by fans and wrestlers alike? I won't be watching. I just watch your reviews. I cancel my network. I don't know if, if the past several decades of WWE's activities hasn't tainted their name. I'm not sure how this would. Some layoffs aren't going to either. Uh, one Nava 3, did you friendo see the Matt versus Knicks being the Elite 200 match? Haven't yet. Uh, not yet. Heard good things. Chance to watch it. Johan von Wolfenhausen. WWE creative is so wonky it even shows in their movies. First 10 minutes of the main event movie, the grandmother says, are we watching Raw tonight? And the main kid responds, yes. But when they sit down to watch, they're watching SmackDown. <laughs> uh, Nikhil, Drake Maverick must win these matches just to make a statement to Vince that he can wrestle. Is is Drake Maverick going to shoot win these matches? <laughs> he can go into business for himself. Yes, that'd be great. Uh, Nikhil says, "Onto my question: Going in raw math on Jake the Snake, like promos eleven. Yeah, promos off the charts. Great. Uh, he was a good in ring worker. Yeah, he was a good worker. Psychology, in ring psychology was top notch. I would say like being good in total, like." Well, his look was sloven. But so, his packaging, like his overall gimmick was great. Okay, so let's give him, let's say, let's even get, okay, so let's just say he's a seven across the board. All right. Legacy. Well, no, you know, okay, let's say he's an eight for being good. Let's say he's eight yeah. for being good. And then Legacy is probably, I mean, he's he's highly regarded by other wrestlers because he was, such so good at psychology and promos, but then, you know, outside the ring, uh, he had his issues. The fact that he never killed anybody, I would say, brings his legacy up to like a six. The fact that his 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 uh, retribution story, I guess you'd call it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reclamation story, whatever it is, redemption story. Thank you, rede- I always forget that word. Redemption story. The fact that he redeemed himself, uh, I think, brings it up. You know, he didn't die of like a drug overdose. Yeah. So that's a good feel good story. He's doing good stuff in AEW. That's a solid six. Uh, We said eight plus six and then kayfabe. He never won a single title in WWE. You got to give him like a four kayfabe. Yeah, I think so. Probably a four because, yeah, he doesn't win it. He doesn't win anything. Six. He's a six wrestler. That sounds right. Kind of underselling him, though. Yeah, uh, Nika. Oh, he already asked, answered that one. Beans from the East. Maybe Bray and Braun is pre-filmed. He transforms mid-match, like Manimal. <laughs> I hope they do it like Manimal. Prince C. Ross. The uh, idea: the Money in the Bank matches should include as many participants in the match as there are floors in the building. The last participant on each floor is limited from the match. The first to reach the roof level will be declared Mister or Mrs. Money in the Bank. It's, there's a lot of floors in that building, though. Ten. I said ten. There's ten. Uh, White Brownie 92 says Otis versus Big E in a supermarket match. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's good. 
Glamath Jar, how is it whenever WB tries to force personality upon their talents, they fail? Viking Raiders and Street Profits were unbearable tonight. Street Profits more or less is doing the same thing. And it's always been the case that when they have focus, they can actually be pretty good. Yeah. Um, but if they're they just are kind of put out there and with no uh, uh bullet points, nothing to necessarily focus on, it's hit or miss. Yeah. Dog authority figure, which shoot couples should WWE book into angles? with each other and which couple should never interact on screen. He says, should Alistair Black and Zelina have uh, a Kellyanne and George Conway relationship? Just have Alistair start trashing Zelina's faction on Twitter. No, man. I See, here's the thing. Like, I understand they're together. I understand they're a couple. I'm able to watch the product and understand that in kayfabe they're not, and I'm fine with that. Although the knowledge that they are married, uh, shoot, enhance their exchange. It adds some entertainment value to it, sure. Does it take me a little bit out of the story understanding that? Sure, to the degree that because just I know. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Omega Advent, would you guys rather watch Tommy Wiseau's The Room or one of Uwe Boll's movies? Probably The Room because I think it's actually entertaining. I'm not sure if yeah. Uwe Boll's movies are entertaining. Ryan K. Lamb, so how will Baron Corbin fall off the WWE headquarters roof in Money in the Bank? Uh, Elias will, will just happen to be there and hit him with the guitar and knock him off the roof. Uh, this is good. Mike Demopoulos says, is it just me or does Cedric and Ricochet's team have to be called the one and onlys? <laughs> <laughs> Ones and onlys. KSDGME, who in AEW or the release wrestlers would you like Lance Archer to make a Suzuki Goon faction in AEW with Jake as the mouthpiece? Um... Man, imagine Lance Archer revival with Jake. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be good. Uh, Beans from the East, Sarah Logan does get brought back. Should she get paired with uh, Viking Raiders? Seems like she's going to be brought back. Uh, I don't know. It depends on what they're doing with the, the diarrhea song, guys. Yeah, I know. That might be off-putting to her. I don't know. Maybe, but you know, maybe Ray Rowe does that at home, and she thinks it's charming. Probably, probably just makes a bunch of fart sounds. Adrian C. With as much emphasis, WWE puts on social media, along with mixing reality with on-air storylines. Uh, how are th- how are the how are, do they expect us to keep kayfabe alive with Zelina and Alistair Black? As if we don't know. I don't care. Like they're performers. They're performing roles. I don't really think Alistair Black sleeps in like you know a coffin or whatever they're trying to allude to when he comes up from the thing i don't think he's that guy yeah i see him on social media i don't care they're performers it doesn't really bug me that much nope kayfabe is dead man yeah it is uh there's the thayer thabata 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 uh, if that. they keep booking Drew as an unstoppable Superman like Roman, will the crowd eventually turn on him too? Ah, jokes on them. There's no crowd. Yeah, and also Drew is like super charming. Let's yeah. say Roman is it. He's like very charming. Super, He's super very charming. charming. Super, he seems very comfortable in that role. He does. He really does. Uh, also, Kobe Felt says, uh, "I was curious to hear your thoughts on smiling Drew. I personally feel I like I enjoyed when he was more focused and not talking as much." Yeah, I, I kind of like him now. I'm I'm fine with it. As long, hey, look, as long as he keeps on claymoring people, I'm fine with it. See, he's smiling, Drew, but I don't feel like he's lost his edge. Yeah, I don't think he has either. And that's the key. As long as he has his edge, because that's always what motivated him. 
uh, he'll be fine. He's like he he's like day. having fun. He's like trashing people and like shit talking and like doing tranquilo poses. I thought it was mm-hmm. a good showing for him tonight. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this is a good one. Wolfpack for life. How hard would it be for you to cut a promo against your spouse without breaking? Wouldn't be able to do it. Wouldn't be able to do it. If I was a seasoned professional, maybe. Now, mm-mm. I might be able to. <laughs> well, see, it's not the problem is me delivering it to my spouse. My problem is I probably wouldn't be very good at delivering promos, period. Oh. Um, without breaking. That's more the, the issue. Gotcha. If I get, If I get my motivation, I'm focused... Like that one time I yelled at you about a uh, uh, big red. Oh yeah! In the office we were live streaming. I didn't think; I just did, and it was fine. I got to be in that mindset. In the situation, though, when you're like in the middle of what is essentially a play, yeah, and like you have to drop a promo on your wife, I don't know if I'd be able to do it without breaking. Maybe yeah. I would if we've rehearsed it enough. I don't know if we're professionals, yeah, but just right now, probably not. All right, here, I'll give you a thing. Uh, 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 say uh, uh, you put some stuff in the washing machine and you said, hey, I, I got to go do some stuff. Please don't let the stuff sit in the washing machine overnight. Put it in the dryer, please. So I don't want to wake up and go there and it's not in there and it starts smelling because it's been it's sitting in the water too long. Yeah. You come home and that hasn't happened. What is the promo you cut? You think I cut a promo on my wife? No, I'm not. She'll murder would. me. Are you kidding? You know my I wife. I think you would. I'm just saying this is a situation. I'm trying to give you motivation to cut a promo. That's terrifying. Really? Yeah. That's scary. All right. Lacey's violent. I hear I her know. walking around out of here. Even her walk is violent. Scary. Wait, what's the situation? Who's putting the clothes in the washing machine? Put some, I'm just trying to think of a, a I'm silly putting situation. the clothes in the washing machine, and you want me to cut a promo on my wife for not then putting them in the dryer no, because, like she's supposed to do my clothes? No, because you ask her. You have to go out of the house. You'll be gone all day. Say, please, can you just put those in the, in the, in the, in the jar because I can't do it? Man. I would say I would come home and I'd say, Lace, I'm sorry for putting that burden on you. I'm the idiot here. I'm going to go rewash my clothes now. Please okay. don't punch me. There's right. my promo. All right. Anyways, that's it for the show. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.